0: I really feel like all the trees have bloomed. Yeah. Do you notice that? There's it's like all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's
0: nice. Mm hmm. <laughs>
1: recording. Um no last week was really amazing with the uh with the um the flowers.
0: What flowers?
1: Oh my god, just I the cherry blossoms any... yeah, and the I mean, you live in bush. Garbage.
0: <laughs> There's like one tree on my block.
1: <laughs> exactly. Welcome
0: to another episode of As Woo. Woo.
1: As. You. Want.
0: Hi. Hi. With Celine.
1: And Jeremiah,
0: we always—that's important.
1: Yes, people need to know who we are. They do. They really do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's spring.
0: It's spring. Yeah, it's it's our tenth episode.
1: And it's our tenth episode.
0: That's like a—that's like a number. It is. Yeah.
1: It is a number.
0: Yeah, I think It's it's nice.
1: It feels good. The beginning of the journey, you know, the first.
0: First ten.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think of tarot, you know?
0: Oh. Yeah. That's actually very true. Because,
1: you know, ten is completion. Um,
0: yeah. A cycle.
1: Yeah. So, so, here we are. And it's it's also, you know, it is spring. And the cycle has started over again.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like, I definitely think there's less, like, chaos energy. Yeah, that like frantic energy that we talked did we talk about that, that last time?
1: Uh, no. That was episode seven. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
1: and if if everyone that's listening, uh, you guys are catching up with us now. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, May seventh. Um, yes. So episode eight is out today. So we're only two two behind. Oh my god! And Selena and I are getting nervous. We don't know what to do. <laughs>
0: You don't know what <laughs> no to no no we we out. have
1: we have uh, we keep saying this but it's going to happen. It is. We have a bunch of guests lined up some who if it works out will be really amazing. I don't Super want to say cool. anything because yeah. I don't know if it'll work out but yeah. if it does it's very unexpected and would be
0: pretty top notch. Pretty
1: freaking amazing. So yeah. So just stay tuned, yes um, there will be other voices on this podcast yeah, it's not just us <laughs> it's not just us um, and we're just happy that you're you're on the ride with us yeah uh, and we hope you're enjo- you're enjoying it um I'm gonna do like some pluggy things we don't do this but like if you're enjoying the podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm, please mm-hmm. Um, review it on uh, iTunes on the iTunes podcast app yes um you know, if you want to write a little something, uh, that would be nice. And um, we also have our Patreon,
0: mm.
1: our Patreon account, um, which is just patreoncom slash woo as you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, Feeling just want to do a little energy exchange, a little money situation, and throw us a couple of bones,
0: not going to be mad about it. Thanks. Thank you. It
1: costs a little bit of money to just keep this going. Yes. For us, yeah. Yes. Um, just to just to keep the the SoundCloud account.
0: Right. The fire's burning.
1: Fire's burning. So. Um,
0: so thanks.
1: Yeah. Thank you in advance, and just thank you for listening. This, mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's it boggles my mind a little bit that most of the episodes now have like over a hundred plays, and that's just on SoundCloud. Really. So I'm like, who are these people? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't feel like we have that many
1: friends. I know. I don't know.
0: Or do we? No. I Maybe don't know. Maybe.
1: I might. You-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's very true. I roll deep. You do. It's because you're just deep. like so nice.
1: Oh, thank you. You say yes to It's my to Libra things. rising. I'm, I'm just I'm like, nice on no. The-
0: <laughs> no, thank you. See you later. I'm
1: nice on the outside. No, I'm kidding. But,
0: um, no, 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 I'm kidding. I think both. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I like I don't know.
0: You like people. You're I like, a people person.
1: I like people. Yeah. Um, But, you know, like I was saying, I think as you become more energetically sensitive, um, it's relating to certain people can be more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, it could. Well, it's interesting. It could be more of a challenge and less of a challenge because I think there's a sense of holding a more compassionate place. Um. But there's also a sense of, like, you can feel their energy, and if, you know, there are certain situations where there are people who, you know, we talked about courting, um, or, like, psychic vampires, and um, those are situations where, like, you kind of need to protect yourself, and that can be um, tiring.
0: Yes. I mean... Yeah, or you just don't feel like you need to relate. I feel like there's this thing that's happening with my like relationship to people where at this point, I just feel like I don't need to try to relate if I don't feel like it's um, going to be productive. Yeah. Uh, Did I say that well enough?
1: I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. Like I'm not going to try to change an an initial dynamic that I'm like, mm, this doesn't totally feel right. Mm-hmm. Versus before, maybe I would like try a little harder and it just wouldn't work out anyway. Now I'm just like I'm not going to actually put the energy into it. Yeah. So maybe I'm just becoming more selective or meaner.
1: <laughs> no. I don't think so. I don't, know. I don't think so. I know what you mean um we're talking about relationships, by the we way. We are. <laughs> <We're
0: killing laughs> I think that's
1: the the topic of the the, the conversation. Um, no, I totally know what you mean. The mm-hmm. way I look at it now is, um, I think there's a way of looking at it where you're like, this person's bad, this person's good, and um, that's kind of a non inclusive way of of looking at other individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way I look at it now is actually. Um, Kind of musically, where everyone is a note essentially, and it's like certain people harmonize and certain people don't harmonize. Now, th- the pe- those people that don't harmonize, it's making some kind of you know overtone. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's probably a discordant one, right? But it's still making some kind of music, it just sure. may not be a pleasant one to listen yeah,
0: to. Yeah, <laughs> I like that analogy, that's nice.
1: Yeah, so and then and then another. <laughs> Ex- expanding on that analogy if you i think there's a way of like i said opening your heart and being compassionate where you can make yourself harmonize with someone oh um that's
0: nice yeah. that's a nice idea yeah yeah i don't know i mean i think about it in different terms to like relationships to like friends family like um part like romantic partners then you have Mm -hmm. like clients people you see on the street all of those are kind of different dynamic relationships right like they have their different tones and they vibrate at a certain level and they i think everything kind of serves its own purpose but i guess i'm just becoming a little bit more okay with not resonating with someone and not taking it personally and not saying oh well this isn't going to kind of work out and I'm not going to take it as something is like wrong with me or the other person. We're just not a good, you know, tone, a nice, a nice playing piece together. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I think I'm learning that too. in the sense of um, staying open, but also not like forcing it. Like if if, if if things really aren't working out, it's like just
0: just like it's fine let it bye. go
1: yeah and and right again it's not personal
0: Mm-mm.
1: um i think the best thing to do is really to bless the relationship if you can right um which can be tough you know there there are times where
0: <laughs> your eye roll was yeah, awesome you well
1: know, um it can be really hard to you know forgive someone or forgive yourself and um, yeah but but it really helps i think to try and bless the situation and move forward.
0: Well, and I also think it's challenging too, if the other person isn't willing to let it go as well, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're like, keep, you know, reaching out or pushing it or trying to modify the dynamic when you're like, I just, I think I'm okay. Like I'm going to go, but I wish you well, I love you, but enough,
1: Yeah. you know? So
0: maybe that's a courting thing. Maybe
1: it could be a courting thing it could be a lot of different things mm-hmm. um but uh that's um you know tosha talks that, about that a lot i mean our whole thing is about offering and and i think you can offer relationships um if they're going well if they're not going well mm-hmm. um actually Celine and i before we started recording we were offering this recording um just to love to you know it's important i think Part of the thing about offering is like getting your ego out of the way and allowing yourself to be a conduit for your higher self and um, getting like your agenda, you out know, getting the, the agenda out of the way. Because I think the agenda blocks what needs to come out. And it's like that first episode we did mm. where I was like, I think there was a part of me that had like an agenda. And oh. so the flow was fucked up. You right, know? right, right, right. Um, not like it was a bad thing, no. um, and not, not like I was I had some like nefarious agenda, but it was just like I could tell um uh it just wasn't flowing, yeah. it just wasn't flowing, right. and it's a that's a different way of living where you're like you're not flowing, you're kind of like fighting and like trying to get your shit across.
0: You know what's interesting, and I just thought of this right now, is we've never really talked about Eckhart Tolle and the power of now. Did you ever read that book? So his whole thing is ego.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, you don't like it. No,
1: no. Okay. I, so I started reading it um, again. Another book that Melissa has that um, I think her mom gave her that um, she hasn't read. But I <laughs> I've <laughs> read I, it. I, uh, so I started reading it and I really I know it's good. Um, there was a part of me that couldn't get through it. Sure. And it was one of those it's again, it's one of those things where like even with books, there are times where, like, you force yourself to, like, read things. Mm-hmm. It's like, I should, 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 should. Watch, mm-hmm. watch mm-hmm. when you say should. Yeah. Like, I was like, I should read this, you know? Or right. I, initially, I was, like, drawn to read it. I was like, I really want to read it. And as I was reading it, I totally get where he's coming from. But, f- and maybe this is me projecting, but there was something about it that was very cerebral in his approach. Like,. I'm going to think about not thinking or like, I'm going to stop thinking.
0: I mean, to be honest, you saying this makes total sense that you didn't really resonate with it. Yeah. And there was some cloudy, you know, it's like ethereal a little bit, the way he talks and like how he describes stuff. It makes sense that it didn't really resonate with you. It just
1: felt, it felt, um, yeah, it just felt cerebral.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why I liked it in the beginning. I remember reading it maybe in college. Is that that old? Perhaps. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty old. Yeah. Um, But I, I bring it up because a lot of it is the death of the ego. And once that kind of gets out of the way, you can function in like your clarity mm. much easier mm-hmm. than with the ego. And... So it's, you know, tagging along on what you just were talking about and getting out of your own way. Yeah. In your own way is the egoic self. Yeah. Which is, you know, the self that kind of makes us insecure and feel unworthy and want things that we don't necessarily need and feel kind of crummy sometimes. Oh, totally. So, yeah, the ego and relationships, I think, is interesting, too. So even when relationships don't romantic relationships they don't work out right and you feel hurt or someone hurt your feelings because they didn't really like you that much to make it work you know like i think a lot of that is the ego self right mm-hmm. so ego
1: and the inner child again
0: oh my god the little baby in her child don't
1: forget the inner I always child forget about her i know it takes some it takes some time um yeah, yeah. Totally. And I feel like now I need to read The Power of Now. <laughs> like I think you, you might, I, I, I at think,
0: today, yeah. this version of you, I think you would like it It's now. not like
1: an old version. I, I tried reading it like six months ago. I think there was just something where, like, I am at a place where I, I, uh, things resonate with me when they're more experiential mm-hmm. and less, like... You know, think about you thinking about you. You well, know, I don't know, I and mean, I'm sure I I'm, that... I'm I'm kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Um, what's 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 the name of those books that used to do little uh, cliff notes? Yeah, I'm, I'm cliff noting it. Maybe, to...
0: but I also think like just in terms of learning about different spiritual teachers or practices, like the beauty of all of this is that you can say you know what, I just didn't, that didn't totally resonate with me, you know? Yeah. And that's actually great.
1: Yeah, and you may not be ready. Uh, right,
0: or it just might be a language that doesn't speak, you know, maybe it is too cerebral and too, just not within something that, like, sparks a little excitement in you.
1: I think it's, it's all related. Like, you know, when you when you told me about Seth and I started reading it it was like I devoured it
0: right that was like you know yes, it was yes, like yes. my
1: whole being was just like <laughs> you know just like inhaled it mm-hmm. and i think that happens with people too where it's like yeah sometimes you're not ready some that there's just so many different variables um but whatever it is you're you're karmically um together yeah um or not together and um I, I, again, I think it's something you know we talked about in the second episode about like when you start to not identify yourself as just an ego but as something greater, yeah, and that you're here and you're learning certain lessons sure it 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 creates openness and it it allows you to be more forgiving to yourself and not be like, "Oh, you know this happened, and I feel like so crappy and and blah 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 like. It allows you to just f- forgive yourself, be kind to yourself, be like, okay, this person and I clearly have some kind of karmic lesson to learn from each other. And um, that that's why I really love the beauty of offering, it because it, it, it's like that's maybe that's the same thing. Mm. It's like taking that one step back and creating space for the, the, the divine or the universe or just yeah. like not. It's a power gra- how, like, not grasping anymore, letting...
0: It's the power of now. Okay. <laughs> but it's true, though. Yeah. I mean, it's separating your... The, yeah, that, like, ego part of you that wants something to be a certain way, right? And you get out of your own way and you just allow what it is to be what it is. Yeah. But it's like, mm. you know, I also get that that's, like kind of annoying to say too like i i like you know people say you know some people just like come into your life for, for a certain purpose and then they just like leave and it had its purpose and that's totally true but there's something about it that like i don't know that like annoys me about that sentence
1: yeah it's almost like a little flippant
0: yeah it's like it's gonna be it's gonna rain tomorrow and then it'll be sunny and then you're like okay well what does that mean
1: <laughs> but it's raining now
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna be sunny tomorrow and you're like but okay so but i also think leaving and ending a relationship in a like a space where you offer the like um the gratitude for it and you're like thank you or bless it i think it takes the relationship ending in a certain way though uh,
1: in a good way or yeah, yeah. You know, I think it wrap up. It wrap up. It wraps up karma.
0: Yeah, and I feel like I did that with a certain person recently. Uh, yeah, you had mentioned that. I think I, I totally, and I like, it ended, and it was a very long, the type of thing, and now I'm just like very at peace with it, and I've never really felt that sort of very nice closure wishing all the best, sending lots of love, truly happy for the other person and for myself, you know, like.
1: That's the key for person. yourself.
0: Yeah, I'm like psyched for myself. Well, no, I am.
1: Yeah. I don't think you can truly do it unless you're you're in a loving relationship with yourself. I know. and And that's why you're able to do it. Yeah. With all this stuff, it's like you can you know, it's the same with what I was saying about giving and receiving. It's like, you can't give until you receive, you Mm -hmm. can't, you have to forgive yourself before you can forgive anyone else. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that sounds so simple, but it's like, are you really forgiving yourself? Are you really being kind to yourself? Are Mm -hmm. you really just loving yourself and taking care of yourself? Like for me, the relationship with myself is making all of my other relationships so much more potent and so much more beautiful because I, I'm, i like, really checking in with my child all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, actually, my arm is – my right hand is on my heart right now, which is a really beautiful practice. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if, if you're feeling – kind of lost right now. And maybe you're like, crap, maybe I'm not having a great relationship with myself. Take like five minutes and just sit with your, your hand on your heart. You know? Um, It's the same thing with like hugging yourself. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's like so many people walk through this world, myself included. And like, you're just sending so much anger and negativity, like back into yourself. And that only then gets projected outwards. Right.
0: It's like what I was saying about in the beginning about, you know, the law of attraction and creating, right? And how you're vibrating is what is kind of the key about everything. So if you're vibrating in a place of like really great gratitude and self-love and honoring yourself, that's going to just come back to you in all these different ways. And so... I think that I understand that more fully now and I can see it in the relationships I have with people and like work and just just interesting dynamics of random strangers that like, you know, you go to the grocery store and you're like nice nails and they're like, oh, I love your top. And I'm like, thank you. You know, like these very like pleasant interactions with people that I mean, I have been doing a lot of meditating and like this cool thing happens when I've been doing these just like 15 minute every morning, um, where I start to send my, I just tell myself, I love you. And I send myself love. And the craziest thing happens is that I can be not really in the flow of my groove. Right. And then I'll start to just kind of say this mantra to myself and I can like feel almost like my vibration, like shifting higher. Like I get like Wow. Yeah, like I feel like this like tingly like warmth coming through and it's like whoop whoop and I like get psyched. Yeah. And it's the best That's amazing. Yeah. That's been cool. Try it, everyone. That's very, very cool. You should try too. That's
1: an amazing experience.
0: I know, and it's only it's like just I love you. Instead of saying it to other people, I'll just like direct it towards myself.
1: Well so many oh It's like the self worth stuff again.
0: Yeah,
1: like, you are worthy. If you're li-
0: <laughs> everyone's
1: worthy. Yeah, like you're just you are worthy. You're here. I know. It's like if you're if you're here, you're worthy. That it's just a given. You know. Yeah. I mean, sure. If you if you don't want to believe that, don't believe that. But I don't know. Life is a hell of a lot more fun when you when you start to feel like you're worthy and yeah. and that everyone else or is worthy. you
0: know another way of saying it is like just like yourself mm-hmm. right like I like myself
1: <laughs> it reminds me of um we're talking about relationships so Melissa and I celebrated our five-year anniversary
0: Yay! last
1: week and um uh <laughs> Melissa says something that's very funny which is um you know, she's like, sometimes I may not like you, but I still love you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> which is true. It's like there are days where you're like, no, I don't really I don't like you right now, best. but I love you. Yeah. You know, like,
0: I know, but I think that's the best.
1: Yeah, because it goes it really goes beyond um, one. One thing that just reminded me of is, you know, for people who are in relationships or um, at any stage or people who even want to be in relationships. Uh, Melissa sent this to me a few uh, years ago I feel like I don't know she she intuitively knew that I needed to read it and it was um it's an article I'll I'll get the link and everything but mm-hmm. it's it's by this guy who is um about to get married and he um he wanted to you know whenever people are about to get married it's like you want some advice, you know, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a big, it's a big life moment. And so he kind of put, put a call out to like all of his readers and said like, send me all of your relationship advice. And he got like thousands of responses from people in all different stages cool. of their relationships. And he was able to like distill it, distill the rela- the relationship advice down to some like core tenants.
0: Okay. Tell us and,
1: all. Well, I would definitely read the article, but I would say the biggest thing... ...in a relationship... Here we go. Um, (sighs) respect.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Respecting your partner.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: And uh, it sounds simple, but I think that, you know... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you know Esther Perel? No. Esther Perel is a anthropologist, sex therapist... Psychologist from Brussels, and she wrote this book called Mating in Captivity.
1: Oh, Melissa, you know. Melissa read it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've talked to Melissa yes, about yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. And I love the way she describes how relationships can be fruitful in a modern world.
1: This is an excellent book, it's really, really good really reference. I'm glad you, you brought it up. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, you know, she talks about how marriage historically was more of a business interaction. Mm -hmm. Women didn't have much autonomy and men, you know, the power dynamics was like a way for you to have money and a house and, you know, kind of whatever. That was the way it was. Patriarchy. Patriarchy. And so nowadays that isn't so much the case. We don't need that institution, necessarily. Yeah. Right? Like everybody can do their own shit. Mm-hmm. But it's left us with this sort of like w- notion that your partner has to be your everything, right? Your oh, best God. friend. This is huge. Yeah. Your lover, your um adventure companion, your therapist, like all these different things. You know
1: who has to be that? Me. Yourself.
0: Right. But so it's why a lot of marriages and these relationships crumble because it's so much to ask one person to be this everything. So I love that idea. And I also love that she has this idea that if you're in a partnership every year, have a meeting and discuss almost like what you like, what you don't like. Almost like how a job you have your you know reviews, communication and respect, I think, are... I mean this is coming from a single person but you know I think it is a Doesn't valuable matter. thing yeah and she's really cool
1: yeah communication was obviously another thing in that right. article but uh, I think sometimes that gets overplayed
0: right um, it was it really does. more
1: like do you actually respect your partner and 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 that kind of that almost leads to communication, right?
0: Because you're like, I respect you, I love you, yeah. I want to, I want to tell you all these things. So, yeah. so the communication just comes.
1: Well, there was. I don't know if this is actually a legal thing, but I know uh, this was making the rounds a little while ago. This idea of like every, if you're married, you do like a renewal contract every seven years.
0: Oh no, I didn't know about that. <laughs> Where it's that. like
1: you marry for like seven years. And oh then, wait,
0: this is like a legal thing.
1: I, I don't know if it's oh. actually a legal thing, but I, I've heard of it. And it's like, after seven years, like, it's like renewing your vows. Well, I mean,
0: I think, doesn't that make sense to you as someone in a relationship? Yeah. That you have your check-ins? Because then if you don't, and so then she has this other book that a friend of mine, um, we went to her talk about it, and it's called The State of Affairs, and it's about infidelity. And she interviews all these different couples who are in couples counseling, you know, who either want to try to get back together or... Not in how they kind of maneuver that situation. And I think the baseline of why all of it kind of crumbled was, you know, their inability. They just didn't say one thing from the beginning and it kind of Mm. snowballs. And I guess children is also a thing that's difficult for a relationship.
1: Yeah, I can't speak to that. Neither can I. Yeah.
0: But Esther Perel top-notch lady
1: that's awesome yeah yeah being honest is i mean personally i'm honest to a t like sometimes um it can seem crazy but uh i think it's super important and you know going back to this like harmony Mm -hmm. idea is uh, you know tosha talks about a lot too it's like if you're meant to be with someone you're going to be with them right like there are a lot of This is again with this idea of grasping, where it's like I I got I got my person, and like (laughs) I got to hold on and like make a good impression, and like, "Ah," and it's like (laughs) that's that's gonna fall apart. I I mean, mean,
0: I feel like I've done that a million times. We
1: all have, yeah, we all have. It's natural,
0: yeah. And I do feel like at this point, I'm a better communicator than I was before. So a lot of times, I think in a relationship, I'm not gonna say exactly how I feel out of fear that it will either make the person go away because it's too heavy or they'll be like, no, I'm not going to do that for you. Bye. So it's like, I guess an abandoned, I guess it's my inner child.
1: Yeah. Check in with the inner child. I know, I gotta
0: check in with her. But I
1: really feel like, you know, I mean, I know with Melissa, it's like, I, I, I don't feel like I have to censor myself. I know yeah. that whatever I say, She's going to be cool cool with it, which is saying a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, give, I give Melissa a lot of credit. Um, she's but, pretty cool. But, you know, the other thing is, like, when we started dating, um, it was also a matter of... I hope she's not like, oh, God, Jeremiah, what are you going to say? <laughs> uh, she probably is. But, um, you know, when we started dating, it was one of those things where, like, learning that lesson. That it mm-hmm. is... It's the relationship with you. It's not with yourself. Right. It, it's not the other person. The other person is not going to save you. You know, this whole, the whole, I remember, you know, Tosha gave a, um, I'll see if I can find the link. She gave this amazing um, talk about Mars and Venus energy. I forgot what was happening astrologically at the time, but there was like a was big it
0: recently, um,
1: like a couple of years ago oh, okay. or like three years ago or so. And you know the idea of like we all have Mars and Venus energy, yeah that book like women are from our men oh, yeah, that yeah. shit's bullshit, okay. everyone <laughs> has masculine and feminine energy right it's not a gendered thing it's 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 it the dynamic and and the concepts are much larger than that um and um I'll never forget there was one woman who you know there's a question and answer period, um oh no, there was a meditation we did this meditation about like imagining. Uh, your Mars energy and imagining your, your Venus energy. And one woman's kind of reflection was, like... this idea of, like, Prince Charming. Mm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: And, you know, Tosha talked about it, and she was like, the culture does such a disservice to us, making us think that there's going to be this person that's going to come into your life and fucking save you. Yeah. And again, that person is you, and it's it's with the the inner child stuff, too, where it's like, you know, I remember when we were talking about it and I said, like, you become the parent of your inner yeah. child. Like, that shit, it really starts to blow your mind.
0: Cause
1: yeah. when you start living that way, you're like, oh, my God, I'm taking care of myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Though, you know, I will say, though, I think for – there are some people that have that kind of Prince Charming or – princess charming thing happen in their life well they'll like attract this like magical person who's like not like a savior but like just everything they've ever wanted in this very like mystical spooky way so but yeah it's not i don't think that's the norm you know so yeah
1: and not to expect that no you know
0: like you want to be your own prince charming or princess charming or heroine
1: yeah Yeah, heroin, sure.
0: Joan of Arc. Sorry, I just thought of that. That was very weird. <laughs> Where did
1: Joan of Arc come from?
0: I don't know. Anyway.
1: Interesting. Thanks. Yeah, but that, you know, um and and just like every relationship is different too.
0: Right. I think they all, even if they're kinda of crummy, they all have this great purpose to make you more of totally. who you are. Totally. You know, if you allow it, if you're ready, you know, I do feel like it's funny having, you know, being our age, you've had friends for like, you know, 20 years or maybe your whole life. And I do think that I've seen some friends of mine that we've like lost touch with, but like really not valuing themselves and their life is a reflection of that, Mm, you know, and it's like kind of a bummer. But like for me... Instead of trying to fix it and save it, I just, I kind of have been like, mm, I'm not going to participate in that.
1: Well, a huge thing about that is, and as someone who's a Libra rising. Yeah. <laughs> um, You know, the reason I even started having these conversations with Tosha, as I mentioned in that first episode, was like, almost every call revolved around a breakup.
0: Oh. Um
1: And... I remember, I think it was maybe the second or third call, which was like the second or third relationship, where she was like, you know, as a Libra rising, she's like, you have this tendency to try and save people. Hmm. And it's like, that's not healthy in a relationship. And the deeper part of it is like, not only is that not your place, but it also means you're not honoring their own path. Right. And trusting that they know what's right for them. Right. Not you. Right. They really do. And even if you're looking at them and you're like, they're doing this this is wrong and this is wrong. It's like they need to experience it for themselves. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, you'll say, uh, I know everyone's had this experience where you're saying something that quote they should hear.
0: Mm -hmm. And it
1: goes in one ear and out the other. And then, you know, six months later, they realize it. Yeah. Because it's just one of those things where like you can say it as much as you want, but if they're not ready or they're not open um, or they're not experiencing it. Yeah. You know, they're not going to get
0: it. It's funny. I have one of my like dear clients that I've been seeing for many years has a sort of Rocky relationship in which we've been very candid with each other. And I've been very candid with her. I'm like, you know, I just don't think this is the guy for you. Right. And she's very receptive to it, but There hasn't been a breakup in the, you know, since those talks. And I saw her last, this week or last week. And, you know, I was like, you know what? You're just not ready. And she's like, I know. I'm not ready right now to let it go, but I know that it's not the best relationship for me. And I thought that was like kind of really beautiful.
1: That's, that, that's like very evolved, I feel. Right? Yeah.
0: To just be like, I know it. And I'm like, you just need more time. And you'll get there in four months, six months, hopefully not a year, but...
1: Yeah, to not force the situation. Yeah.
0: And, like, to listen. And it's been an interesting experience for me is to just, like, sit back and listen and not say, well, I think you should do this and da da, da, da Like, and just give you the space. Because I think a lot of times when you talk about relationships or troubles you're having with your boyfriend, girlfriend, whomever, to a friend... You know, they're like, well, just break up or give you that advice. And then it creates a barrier where you feel like you can't talk about it more because, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, there's like that element that and I wish we all would just listen more or like be like, I don't agree with the relationship, but you can talk to me about it. Yeah. You know,
1: honor that person, honor their, Their their path and process, because. You know, you're not higher, better, you know, lower, whatever. No. It's like they're going through their own thing. Mm-hmm. And to just be there and to listen like you're saying, I mean, it's beautiful. It's yeah. such a nice time. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I have a couple friends right now who are having issues. And, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-mm. But, like, um, I think, again, it's one of those things where, like, I think they're both very clear in that... They're they just need to go through this. And yeah. it's been incredibly painful for both of them. And I think they both love each other in that deeper way. But for whatever reason there's just a lot of disharmony. Yeah. Does that mean that it, it's not meant to be? I don't know. Um, but you know, sometimes you just have to let things play out. Yep. And I think if you are going through something difficult like that, um again just creating the space you know it 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 softens the suffering
0: yeah it's like more of a soft landing
1: yeah and be kind to yourself like don't blame yourself for it like really like if you are going through this stuff instead of looking out at that other person look in yeah see how you are feeling about yourself see if you're make sure you're taking care of yourself and you may be surprised
0: That it changes.
1: That it changes.
0: Yeah. I also feel like a lot of times people stay in relationships because they feel like they're old and they're not going to find anybody else. And I'm like, just stop being afraid of being alone. You know? Being alone is
1: fucking awesome. I mean, when I met Melissa, I, I think this is a huge thing. A lot of people find their partners or find other people, whatever, when they're just happy with themselves. Because yeah. That's when you're like you're saying, you're you're vibrating at a level where you're you're gonna attract someone else who's happy with themselves. Right. And if you're both happy with yourself as individuals, that's a really healthy relationship. The sky's the limit. Yeah. The yeah. sky's literally the limit.
0: So, you know, the unknown is scary, but it's also the place so I feel like where you find yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you want. I mean, if you just want to stay where you are, that's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stop telling people what to
0: do. I know. I'm such a bossy (laughs) person.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I I, I think it all just comes down to the relationship with yourself. I think that's the key takeaway. Um, Yeah. Relationships are ultimately a relationship with yourself.
0: I know. I think it's true. Well, we did it.
1: Relationships.
0: Relationships. Relationship to the self. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, check in with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Be, you can't... I don't think you can be too kind to yourself. I don't think you can be too compassionate with yourself. No. I don't think you can be too loving to yourself. No. You know? I
0: don't think And that's... that just
1: only gets deeper. Like, I... I don't know. I'm pretty stoked about... Being ever ever deepening my own personal relationship with myself, because I think that depth, like I was saying, will will lead to deeper relationships with other people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah,
1: and if things aren't um, if things aren't resonating, you know, you don't have to be with the person.
0: Yeah, just I think forcing stuff. If you have to force it. I just don't think it's the right move. Mm-hmm. You could find something, I think, that's a little more easygoing. Right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Just check in with yourself. I guess that's the bottom line about all, everything, all the time.
1: Yeah. Totally. Okay. Well, we love you. We love you. And love yourself.
0: Yes, First and
1: foremost, that's, I think, I think we'll, we'll just end with the, you're, you already said it, the daily practice.
0: Oh yeah. With sitting and like when you're being quiet and just send yourself love, give that feeling where you're like, whomever comes to mind, like I love my partner, my friend, my father and like bring that love and send it actually to yourself and then you can like feel it in your body. It's very cool. So cool. very cool i also did this weird shimmy thing (laughs) (laughs) all right well till next time
1: till next time
0: bye
1: bye